Welcome to Rain City Supercars. Recording live from Drivers Club, brought to you by Haggerty, Rainier Beer, and Avance. Hey. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. How's your week been? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear? You want to hear a funny story? Interesting week. Yeah, sure. Give me a funny story. You know how um, Blake from Right Away Tire came and saved my butt? Yeah. He had to come do it again. What happened? Um, we put the, we put the uh, tires on there, he, and everything was great. I drove it like 10 miles, and there was a flat spot in the rim, and it didn't seal, and it, it deflated. <laughs> and then not only did it deflate, but I in those 10 miles, and I went and put air in it, I got a nail in it. <laughs> <laughs> and in Blake, in typical Blake fashion, he showed up uh, to the rescue. He fixed it. We put it on a different rim that I had. I uh, repaired it, and just as I just have to put that out there again. Thank you again, Blake, for saving me. Yet again. Did you remember your Avance discount this time? I, well, I did, there, there wasn't a charge this time because we were, we were working on that, but he, he gladly uh, helped me, and um, it, was, uh, it was a wonderful, wonderful night in shining armor kind of moment. So, Did you uh, enjoy the snowpocalypse drive home from our last episode? That was a little interesting. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Um, so our, in our, not our last episode, the one before that, we had uh, Brandon Ben Powell from Search yep. and Rescue on, and he drove the Pinscower here. And we weren't joking. We said, we're like, well, he's the only person who can probably get here. So he's the perfect guest for this episode. He was. But driving home that night, <laughs> like 520 that was, was, that was just very a solid sheet of yeah. snow. Considering I was on Pirelli Super Sports, it was not like. They're Michelins. I don't think they're Michelins. They're Super Sports. They're oh, Michelins. Sorry, Michelin Super Sports. I don't know why I said that. I apologize. You did it last time, too. Still, oh, yeah. Well, I, I, it's a good thing you don't sell tires. Yet again, I mean, hopefully by the time this airs, my cold will be gone, but I, I finally went to the doctor. Um, I, I, it's just been kicking my... You don't seem as drugged up as you are. Good job. I don't seem as drugged <laughs> up as you... You don't seem as high as you usually are. <laughs> How many cough drops can you actually shove in your mouth at the same time? But no, it's been... <laughs> Snowpocalypse was uh, interesting watching... God, so many Priuses in the ditch. It was such a fun thing to do. <laughs> I just like no. I was trying to. I was trying to go home, and I was blasting up the 520 hill out of Redmond here. And this and this guy in this truck, you couldn't tell where the lanes were, and he kept like drifting in front of me. And I'm like, I'm trying to get by you. Like, I'm, it's not a race. If I don't b- build momentum, I'm not making it to the top of the hill. I watched an IS250 all-wheel drive spin itself into the median on my way out of here. The funny thing is, the minute I hit 148, it went to rain, and it was fine. perfect. Yeah. yeah, I was just like getting out of Redmond, but it yeah. was. Uh, it was tough. Uh, you, you've been... Um, I've been in moving hell. You've been moving hell, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which I've got this fantastic new place with tons of room for activities yeah, in the garage. So many room for <laughs> so activities. So much room for activities. Yes. I'm getting that all set up, and I've been dealing with the aftermath of the snowpocalypse of UPS trying to catch up with their orders. Or so not catching up with not their Not catching up with their orders. Yeah. So, you know, and for everybody who doesn't know, I, my full-time job is crisis management. I manage crisis, and part of that is putting things in the right order so they get fixed quickly. <laughs> I didn't even think about that, Yeah. But yes, you're right. And so it is extremely frustrating to see a company that size fail so hard constantly because over the past week, I have gotten a desk that I ordered by ground. I have gotten um, a chair that I ordered ground. I ordered some cables that I ordered ground. But my second-day-air mattress is lost in oblivion. And I called them... Some guys uh, sleeping on it in the back of... Uh, UPS somewhere. UPS somewhere so, here in yeah, Redmond, so yeah. those poor guys are overworked to hell and back. The problem is their logistics side is not talking to their working side. Mm-hmm. And so I called them on Saturday and said, forget it. I'll just come get it. I know it's just at the Redmond warehouse. Like, yeah. I don't need to wait for somebody to deliver it 10 miles to Kirkland, five miles to Kirkland, maybe 10 miles. And so they said, yeah, you can go pick it up Monday morning. So with all the trouble I've been dealing with getting with, I called them. This is, we're recording on a Monday, and I say, hey, I'm going to You're come. probably the only person in line at, on Monday, right? Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. This is, you're the only person Only person waiting for packages. So yeah, I call, and they yeah. say, yeah, it's ready to be picked up. Just come down to the warehouse to pick it up. So I go down there, and I wait. 
45 minutes in line to get my foam mattress. I get there, they're like, oh, it's still processing. It won't be ready until he's like, until later. I said, well, later today or when is it going to be ready? I'm already more than pissed at this point. October. Yeah, they're like, well, it's so busy. We don't really know. I was like, I've been waiting in line 45 minutes. Yeah. After I called and made sure I didn't have to leave without it. I said, well, when you find it, just shove it up here, and I left. Oh, okay. And uh, I went to Costco, and I bought a mattress, and I called Amazon and said, I don't care what happens to it, but it's lost. Yeah, <laughs> and it's not my problem. It's not my problem anymore. Yeah. Amazon was fantastic. I tried to find it. Yes. It, uh, I tried yeah. everything to not have UPS deliver my mattress, and they still couldn't get it, so they're holding it hostage somewhere, but I got a better one. I hope somebody's having a nice sleep on I it. I know. I hope somebody's yeah. just sleeping on it in the warehouse for their sake, because well, I know those guys are overworked to hell I'm back I'm sure right some now. of those guys are sleeping at the warehouse, so I know. it's probably not, you know. It's, yeah. it's that tough spot where I'm like absolutely furious because it's been a nightmare, but I also feel terrible for them because I know how overworked they are right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. what do you do? Yeah, so, and then there was that random guy who walked in my garage, so that was cool. Okay. First thing I did when I moved in, I set up cameras upstairs, downstairs, outside the garage. I've got that's just working in security for that a while. Has no, that has nothing to do with uh, with, with uh, another side job thing. Anyway, it has nothing to do with security. <laughs> he just likes to have cameras of himself. It's just you know. Yeah. But and so I'm not home. I get an alert in the garage, and, and my camera says like it knows the difference between motion and person, and I get a person alert in my garage. Oh. Somebody went right into my garage with the door locked, and it was not my landlord. He, that poor guy is freaking out because he's like. It's Kirkland. I'm not exactly in the rough area here. No, you, 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 you've, you've, uh, not that your last place wasn't no, no, no. so nice. I mean, bears kept breaking into your last place, but other, <laughs> I mean, I liked the bears. No, though. the bears were nice. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but so he didn't take anything. And the Kirkland PD, I called them as soon as I got the alert. I'm like, somebody's in my garage. It's not my landlord, and who it is. They were there within minutes. The guy had left, and they showed up like almost like seconds after. He didn't take anything, and so hmm. it's just it's been a week. And I leave out of the country here Thursday, so everything has That's to be done. Right. If people don't know, <laughs> uh, the next few episodes after this, we will have a, a, a guest co-host that we will will be a mystery. People probably know, but it's uh, it's going to be fun, considering you know I'll be the highest ranking officer there. So that 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 should what could go wrong? <laughs> I just feel bad for our editor already. I don't because while I'm gone, I have our very good friend videographer Jared is going to take over editing for me on Reaper, which. We have joked about how fun editing is. He's in the background going, what? <laughs> does, does that mean I can just start talking? Like when, 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 he, when he records the episodes, I just randomly click. Just, <laughs> just, just to see how many. Oh, man. Ever since I've seen Hereditary, that no, sound, no. never. Oh, yeah, everybody's no. just shaking their head at me like, no, 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 no. It just, it, that's, yeah. If All it, right, Dan. If it's anybody wants to scar their children for life, watch that. It's time to introdu- introduce today's guest because she's sitting over there and she, oh, wants to be a part she, of this, here. she wants to be a part of this conversation <laughs> and, she's, and she, doesn't, she doesn't know <laughs> if she can be, but um, yeah. That's all Go right. ahead and introduce our guest, Dan. I'll let you do that. Our guest today is Emily Owen. She is the brand manager for McLaren Bellevue. Hiya. And she Hi. has worked her way from service and now she's in sales, killing it, moving cars, especially my white one that I really wanted. Not that I could afford it, but I'm still sad it's gone. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, <laughs> she should not be. She's like, I can eat next week, so sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot be fired next week. That's Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Rain City Supercars. Welcome to the um, show. Thank you. We've known you for a while and we've been yeah. trying to get this, get you on here and I'm glad we could finally get schedules worked out with mm-hmm. everything going on. Uh, congratulations on being the brand manager at McLaren. I know that's a, that's a big step. Even though I know some of the people you work with, so that's just, uh, yeah, you know. I do appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the Welsh are tough. That little stir factor exactly. over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're number one too, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love you. At least sort of a wave. It was a lovely finger. Yes. A lovely manicure. Good job. So, how did you end up at McLaren? That's an interesting conversation. I do have a 10-year automotive experience, and obviously my whole life I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina, so NASCAR country. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. You didn't? Oh, you're a Southern girl. Yeah, Southern I'm Bell. only three years strong in Seattle. Okay. So you really got lost. I got super lost, but worth it, obviously, considering the brand. Sure. Once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. And I have the best boss in history, Adam Robertson. Aw. He Adam's runs the joint. He is, he <laughs> give her the five bucks you promised her. Yeah. <laughs> no. He goes, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a good time in Seattle, but it's also just been extraordinary that I have this opportunity and a chance to make it grow like McLaren deserves to grow in the Pacific Northwest. They are booming. Oh, right it's now. absolutely booming. Yeah, well, those of us that have been here, we've been bitching about, not that we can, Dan and I can afford it, but we've always mm-hmm. been saying McLaren needed to be here. Ever since the yep. MP4-12Cs, and, and there was a lot of people up here that were buying. I remember, remember, McLaren was testing the MP4-12C up here with like the stereo, and it broke down on the freeway. Like, yeah. it, it, nobody had seen the car Shut yet. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Oh, it was like years ago. Yeah, and, and they, they were uh, were working with Microsoft or somebody, and they were testing the stereo, and something happened, and it broke down, and like... It got big publicity up here. Yeah. Oh. It always happens here. Like when, when, when one it's of the It's always the Tesla. One of the, the Tesla, Tesla that blew fires up. were here. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I remember so. that story. But mm-hmm. no, they were just doing some testing and it was. I mean, yeah, this is before launch of the MP4. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a pre production model. Not right. But as car guys, we were all like, what? What is it? We don't know what that is. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean McLaren makes cars that aren't the F1? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't understand. Winner, winner. Dihedral doors. I tell you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you grew Say up. Say it the, again. So you grew up in the South. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and tell us about your journey. I mean, were you, were you into NASCAR? I mean, all the things, to, you know. Dale Earnhardt Jr. was. He grew up very close to where we were, oh, so okay. in Charlotte. Okay. And I grew up very close to Charlotte Motor Speedway. So wow. no matter what, you can't get away from that, right? Well, I, I have met a few people from the South that just have they nothing to do They don't even care. They, well, I mean, that's fair. It's, you know, we that's make assumptions like, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. can you turn right? Do you know how to turn right? Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we know how to turn right, but P&Ws for show. <laughs> But that's okay. I can't okay. tell with their southern accent. It's too thick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was enjoyable. I mean, like like I was talking about earlier, just being right on the line, tar, just covering your body, just growing up in it. Everybody just always having very unique vehicles, drifting. It's a very big car community in the South. Oh, yeah. It's so respectable. Not just it's cars, so but trucks and trucks, mudding. And, mudding. I mean, yeah, everything. Oh, yeah. Wranglers. Or, everybody is a Wrangler. I, ha- I had a Rubicon, so like, absolutely going mudsledding and stuck on a mountain. That's absolutely normal. Yeah, I can't wait to get mine. Mm. I, you know, sometimes I think I should have drawn up in the south. I think yeah. I would have done well. Then. We got yeah. good times. I know. I also was a horse. I was equestrian for a while too. So I was. I grew up just racing everything, barrel racing. Sure. You know, go karts. Come on, man! I was throwing my siblings in mud like. Back and right. And now you live in downtown Seattle, right? Downtown Seattle. Where all that barrel racing comes in handy. (laughs) (laughs) More like (laughs) SWAT. It'd probably be be easier to get around Seattle on a horse than it would be in a car. (laughs) (laughs) Parking would be easier as well. I can't deny that. I feel like that would be socially acceptable in Portland. (laughs) But not so much here. (laughs) We shall see. Man, I'll never forget. I was in Jackson, Wyoming, man. I was down at the Million Dollar Cowboy Bar. And there was a... um, 
It's a brand new Jag when the X the the F type came out, the brand new F type. Yeah, mm. and there was a horse standing next to it. <laughs> it what? Was like, yeah, different types of horse. No, they they they'd ridden the horse into town and they just tied it up. But it was Jackson, <laughs> Wyoming, so that's oh, not that, that makes, weird. That's not and that so weird you either. got like the F brand new F type, yeah. and there was a horse next to it. <laughs> I was like, this is the coolest town I've ever been to. Some, <laughs> guy, some guy probably yeah. owned both of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he rode into town to pick up his F type. Yeah, yes. so you know, I can't drive home, but the horse, I just get on and just fall asleep. <laughs> just let it pull you home. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, you, so you've had expensive hobbies your whole life. This makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> it's been a journey, but I do appreciate making the decision to come to Seattle, Washington. It's definitely just opened up so much for me. I, I was in the body shop industry prior, and well, the salvage industry to start. Coming, I I lived in China first. I wanted to actually follow suit with business and Chinese translation, and then I decided. Let's go back home to Charlotte, North Carolina for a little bit. Got involved in the salvage industry. And that was about seven, eight years. That led to me just deciding I got to up and move. I got to be close on the West Coast. And somehow managed in the auto, the body shop industry, which led to service, which led to McLaren. How did you put service at McLaren, though, of all places? Well, I mean, Lamborghini, Bellevue yeah. is Lamborghini, Bentley, Rolls-Royce, McLaren. So strangely enough... I worked at a, well, it's not really strange, a body shop that was certified with Tesla. Oh, okay. And our service advisor is very, he was the service manager for Tesla. And we worked very, very closely via body shop and service. Right. And noticed, obviously, when you're in that position, you need to be... very detail-oriented. Very detail-oriented. Yeah, I worked in the body shop <laughs> business for about three years. Oh, you did? Yeah, I okay. was an adjuster. I was an estimator. Oh, um, see, I was an estimator. Yeah, yeah it was mm-hmm. actually really interesting work. I had a great boss. I worked for ARA Collision in Everett, ARA Car Star in Everett. Kevin mm. Parsons was his name. He was actually one of the better managers I've had in my life. He taught really? me a lot. So shout out to him. He was a great guy, and they run a great shop up there. Yeah. But uh, that was, I really loved that because I learned so much all the time. You watching do. cars getting torn, torn down and seeing how they're built and put together. You get an appreciation for things like that. So I'm not going to lie. When I first started in the automotive industry, I was a truck driver. Really? Literally. A 32-foot box truck. And I delivered car parts across North Carolina and sometimes South Carolina. But I had the most stringent. I was working with 40, 50-year-old men. Uh-huh. And I had to load my parts like drive axles, you know, front axles, rear axles, engines, transmissions. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Front ends, I would unload, reload. The whole clip, yeah. All of it. Are you doing LKQ then? or LKQ. Yeah, okay. I worked for LKQ for a long time. My family included, works for LKQ, not currently, but did for a very long right. time. And uh, that really got me, like, a year doing that, understanding how the parts look, how it puts a vehicle together, what everything. When you're very young and you're female, mm-hmm. you haven't had the same necessary well, necessarily the same knowledge, like a father teaching a son how to put a car together. Yeah, it's definitely rare. Right. Yeah. It's really rare for that to happen. So me having to learn on my own was interesting. And I was right there. I was ready to go, man. 32-foot box truck. Let's go on that highway. Let's get it done. Let's back into small corners. Let's back out on to the streets. I mean, yeah. like, it definitely helped me. I was driving this giant U-Haul today. I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> First of all, that was not a giant yeah, That wasn't U-Haul. even a very big a one. That was one U-Haul. of the smaller yeah. ones. And it was still, I, was just like, I yeah. had to drive the biggest yeah. one across the state for my parents once. Scared the crap out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do well. 
You're talking to a guy who crashed a water truck once, too. Not on purpose, though. I crashed my first car in the first week I got it. Really? Mm-hmm. What were you Back driving? To, uh, a little RAV4. It was nice, but it wasn't whenever. It was my, it was my daddy's. And then the second I got it, I was like, Dad, can I go to – can I take my friends for breakfast? And he was like, absolutely. You go get them, girl. You go get it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the worst that could happen? I'm back right into a cement pole. Oh, so the worst part is that just to teach me a lesson, he decided that he would make me put a blue tarp all around it for six months during the winter every time I went to work. So it was always outside of my work <laughs> to embarrass me. That's a pretty good lesson, actually, yeah. when you think about it. I'd have people come to my job and be like, uh, there's a blue tarp flying off of a raffle. And I'd be like, oh, no, me. I don't know who would do that. That seems embarrassing. <laughs> Somebody's daddy doesn't love them. Is what it is. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. We're a little past our time. We come right back. We'll get a little more into your history and driving cars and how your first McLaren drive. Mm. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I'm thirsty. I'm jealous. I, I don't. I don't understand. I mean, whiskey's good for you, right? When you totally you're sick? okay. Yeah. Oh look! Oh, look at you. Got a Rainier break. Tell you. Rain hard, stay strong. Rainier and whiskey. Yep. God bless you. Double fist. I do <laughs> declare. <laughs> Welcome to the southern episode of Rain City Soup Cars. <laughs> but I anyway. do declare. We got little Emily here. God bless her soul. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. <laughs> Did you know Hannah Montana? <laughs> <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you uh, dare. First of all, hey, she had don't the best, you dare. She had the best of both worlds, so I just want to say that. Well, Montana and North Carolina are very far apart. <laughs> Hannah Montana was from Tennessee. Did you hear so about Montana getting sold to Canada, by the way? Uh, yeah, I, thought, I, I don't know about that. I think a lot of supercar owners would have a problem with that. I was <laughs> sitting there like, <laughs> okay. I think a lot of supercar owners would have a problem with that. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. It was like $1 trillion to Canada, and it, you're sitting there like, but Montana, they they were like, oh, it's not, it's not, it's worthless. It's like, do you have you ever been to Montana? Yeah. Great it's one of the most beautiful states here. They think Dan's crazy there. He drove through there in an S2000 in the middle of winter once. I did. Ew, yeah. S2000? Yeah. With no tires Ew. on it in January. Ew. S2000. It's <laughs> like, Gross. Ew. Gross. <laughs> Gross, <laughs> Dan. Like, oh, my God. I know. She's, even, she's adapting to <laughs> Seattle life real fast. <laughs> that southern charm's Where's your the Prius? Yeah. Where's your Prius? <laughs> so what did, you dri- what did you drive tonight? I did drive an Aurora Blue 570S. Oh, that must have been terrible. She's my little bad boy. She doesn't have a sport exhaust, but she sounds just like she does. And Wait, were you she, always into supercars? Like, have yeah. you always been? Oh yeah. I mean, you, you like it sounds like you grew up. I with played the video games since I was like, well, I don't know. Xenia Warrior Princess came out, and I was like 11, 12 years old. That game was awesome. First of all, you were not eleven when Xenia Warrior Princess came out. I don't think we no, were even eleven. No, not the show. Oh, the, oh, video, the video game. game. Okay, oh, okay. <laughs> there, was a, there was a video game. How did the I know video that? Game. I had no idea there was a video game. Wow, was, that was the first video game I ever played. But then, obviously, it went into racing and and all that. Ah, transitional video game Proper. status. Okay, 
I spent half my life playing video games. All right. So you've driven pretty much every McLaren out there. Yeah. Our seat time is limited to like stints where we get them for a short amount of time. You get to take them out and really kind of get to know them, oh, which absolutely. as you have to do for your job. So kudos it's the history that. of the car. Yeah. So as, you've, learn them all. as you've driven the MP4 up through, have you driven a P1? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, not a P1. Oh. I'm sorry. When you said MP4, I thought. Yeah, I mean, yeah, MP4 all the way up to like, well, I guess you've 720 now, I guess, and everything in between, right? Don't don't I worry. After we're done, I'll tell you what it's like to drive a P1. They, oh, <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. We get a lot of heart fun choke, opportunities. Heart yeah. choke. <laughs> on, an, on a shutdown runway, actually, but yeah. You're <laughs> kidding me. No. Anaconic Seg. Anaconic Seg. P1 and a LaFerrari in the same day. Okay, so we're switching jobs in the next two seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, you would get paid a lot less because we yeah. don't get paid. Hello, Dan. <laughs> I am the new. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, would, nobody would hate that if she took over. <laughs> no. They're like, oh, Dan and Nick are gone? Who, who noticed? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so as you've driven all of them, though, because um, we were talking a little bit on the break about how this, uh, our love for the 675, but there really is a pretty dramatic difference between the cars at least coming from from me and every time i get into like an mp4 to a 570 or uh they all feel a lot different i mean they look the same on the inside in that early gen you've got that same kind of interior feel in the second gen as well but i think it depends on exactly what model specifically because the 675 lt is a long tail edition it's very special yeah it's part of one of four and 600 lt currently is yeah really really something special it isn't like how is it like four inches longer though? Than the like a Snickers bar? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think most of right. Snickers bar. You can say whatever you want, well, but it is longer. It's lighter weight and higher performance. Oh, I know it's a much better. Yeah, I've been in both. It's Basically, they took everything out that is. It, it's a sister to the 570S. Yeah. So it's a little sister that just makes performance and everything that you imagine feeling. It's very track focused. It's a track yeah. focused sister. I would describe it as that. Anything they can take out interior-wise to make it as light as possible, they do. Yeah. Just to get that suction cut to the ground that you want. Yeah, but most of the length is in the spoiler, isn't it, on the back? No, it's not too man. <laughs> that front splitter versus the spoiler. Yeah, a little wider rear diffuser. Just a little wider. But it spits flames. What else do you want? It scares, <laughs> scares, the, scares the crap out of people on bicycles, too. It does. Especially when you, when you go to second, just... <laughs> 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 oh. I mean, there is nothing like the 600 LT. It is by far my favorite McLaren at the moment. Oh, the 600 LT. Yeah. 600. That's See, what we're talking about. We, have, we haven't had an opportunity. We've sat... We sat yeah, I haven't driven the, the 600. When yeah. you guys had that event up here mm. um, at the golf course uh, down oh, south. Uh, and we were... When she... When they drove it here... And well, Dominic drove saying, it. But I'm saying, yeah, yeah. They, they didn't let us drive it. I mean, no, I mean, we have to sit at it, it, but yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean we'll see about that. Yeah, we, yeah. Now, the 675, though, is, I mean, it's a long-tail beauty. It's just as performance-based as any other long-tail edition. It's it's unique in its own, just as lightweight, very enrapturing. They always up themselves. Yeah, Which, but that's their that's their point. No, I understand Every. That. That's why. That's why I'm option. really excited to see what they're going to do with the 700 platform. I know, right? For the, L- the LT, we'll see with the long tail on that. I know, and it's it's already like just barely f- slower than the P1 around the track. So to see a 700, the 720, yeah, yeah. So to see it a seven, 700 long tail is going to be a monster. Can you imagine? And also, like the, we're about to get the 720 Spider, and the 720 Spider performs, ju- it it performs the same way with a different experience. Yeah. Is so it way, is it way more? No. 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 
Only they, well, it's I mean it's about fifteen twenty. Well, yeah, yeah just, negli- I mean, there's always a little amount. bit of weight difference. I mean, obviously, because the retractable yeah. convertible yeah. top. Yeah. But uh, that's what's fantastic for the seven twenty spider is that you're not looking at a massive weight difference. You're looking at the same performance with the roof up, guaranteed. Because mm-hmm. aerodynamics wise, the seven twenty stems with aerodynamics from the headlights to the brakes, right? So yeah. the headlights headlights are actually aerodynamic. Cools yeah. the brakes through the door, the lower blade in the door. Yeah, the more you look at the front end of that car, the better it gets. I mean, it just it continues. All the details add to performance of any McLaren. Yeah. Every line, every detail. And thank you for parking that one right in front of us here at Drivers Club so we can talk about it as we look yeah, at I'm it. Yeah, I'm looking at that papaya <laughs> one down You're there. Welcome, papaya. drooling over it. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's got the carbon fiber package, too. I know. Ha <laughs> ha. But it, and they, I'm glad it was optioned with the, the glass roof on the door. Well, it's not the glass roof. It's the top of the door. It's, it's glass. called Gorilla Glass. And it's uh, actually the doors, di- the double-hinged dihedral doors open to 80, gr- 80 degrees. And it has the Gorilla Door top glass. Yeah. Whereas other, they, you can do carbon, carbon fiber. Painted, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I was always worried about that. But then there was somebody that unfortunately took one of those off-road uh, on one of those drives. Uh, down south last year and rolled it several times. Oh yeah, and I it, saw that. And it Are you serious? Yeah, and it held up really well. It held up really. I mean, they took yeah, it away, of the away into the way into the desert and rolled it like th- broke a wheel off. Wait, like, oh, yeah, wow. they destroyed oh, yeah. it. And they destroyed it. And you can look at the cab or the, the cockpit, and it was you could tell people were safe. So it's called yeah. the mono cage. Mono cage. I apologize. Yeah, yes. the carbon fiber mono cage too. And even in a spider, it has the same capabilities. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fantastic to know. You know what's super cool is that 720 Spider. They f- they fixed the blind spot. Yeah, it's yeah, called it's a glass uh, buttresses. Yeah, and those are fantastic. That is the 360 view around the 720s Spider. That is so fantastic. Cool. I think that's why I love McLaren so much. Is everything's just so wonderfully functional yes. and yet beautiful. It's like the pinnacle of engineering to me is when you can make something that works really well, but it looks mm-hmm. really good. There's a lot of one or the other. It looks really good, but you're sacrificing performance or it performs really well, but it doesn't look that good. What's great about McLaren is they don't add options that actually sacrifice performance besides very minute differences. Yeah. yeah. So no matter what, you always have the same performance. And even with having any kind of scrape armor and whatnot, McLaren has just come out with scrape armor OEM wise. Thank God. Yes, I, they I, have. I remember seeing early on, even on the MP4 when they first came out, yeah. they had like on the, the bottom side of the splitter had mm. these little, I don't know what you'd call them, like these little dimples. They were like, they were molded into the carbon and right. the way they were staggered on the front splitter directed air underneath the chassis. Improperly. Yeah. Which now has been perfected, and now McLaren OEM-wise has offered it. Yeah, because if you added scrape armor in one of those, you were basically messing up the aerodynamics of the car. Mm-hmm. And it was like, well, do I want to protect the front splitter, or do I want to... And who yeah. wants to like go to a body shop every time and get the, <sighs> yeah. the scrape armor off? Absolutely. You want to be able to... These are track-oriented vehicles. They need to be convoluted towards that. They just need to always be track-focused. And yes, they are road-worthy. Oh yeah, a daily driver. Yeah, especially the 570. 570 in particular. Super easy to drive mm-hmm. car. Super easy. Super visual. Everything that you want. Yeah, they're way easier to see out of than the Huracans and the uh, 488s and a- stuff. Anything oh is my God, easier to see out <laughs> than a Huracan. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's like, like just look we, forward. We've talked about that so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah. We were down. We were taking. We were taking the Seamount Rally down to Monterey last or three yeah. years ago, and we had a, a one of the, your customer cars and. I got in the Huracan Spider and was sitting above the windshield. And I'm not that tall of a guy. And I'm like, this <laughs> cannot be good. Like, yeah. <laughs> Huracans at least are a little more visual, but 
They're beautiful. But Aventadors. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aventadors are even That's worse. Yeah. Field of vision. Field of vision. Do I want to die today? So Some your favorite to drive to wind way back is the 600 right now? 600 LT, but I will. that's very cliche. I will say the 675 LT. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's pretty mind-blowing. It's it's so raunchy. Mm-hmm. It's just like everything that you feel. I mean, you feel the rolled hyd- hydraulically. It's hydraulically based. So it's, yeah. I mean, you, you, you can't really compare, though. 600 LT, 675 LT, 570. Every experience that you get with any McLaren is going to be entirely enrapturing. Yeah. You can't help but fall in love with these vehicles and never want to get anything else. I talk to people every day who just sit in one. I just let them sit in one. And they're like, why would I want to buy any other car? <laughs> and I'm like, you just sat in it. Let me let me just roll you through this experience, <laughs> please. I want you to understand what it feels like to be a part of your car, to genuinely feel like you're a part of a vehicle. Whereas my competitors have an issue with that. It's nice to hear somebody that has passion about the cars they sell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like somebody, I think there's so many car salesmen out there that are like, yeah, whatever. You know, take your Toyota to Tacoma. So what is, what is the, what is the best car you've driven? I mean, and it, it obviously it's probably a McLaren, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, we, we are huge fans of McLaren here. Hey, right? I'm so not going to lie though. Like, I do work for the best brand. <laughs> no, you do. No, you do. I'm, I'm not debating that. I'm just saying. I don't want to like sit there and be like, I don't want to be. The, I don't want to be that person that says that. But it's true. I got really lucky. I don't though make decisions on a career path or do anything that anybody tells me to do. Like, oh, you need to sell this car. I don't. I am a total stubborn little Southern B in the mud that says I'm not selling that if I don't like it. And you believe in it. I believe wholeheartedly that this is the be- best track car, best giant um, Goliath of Goliaths <laughs> that it's compared to. And I felt it. I believed it. I've gone through the training, which is whatever, considering that all they're training us to do is talk about beauty, around beauty. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it any more than that, that you should love McLaren because it's McLaren. One of my favorite speaks things, for um, when the MP4-12C came out, this is bef- long before we had McLaren up here, McLaren brought an MP4-12C, and they brought the, the the raw, it was the engine, the seat, the steering wheel, and they, ah. where you could just see like the frame and, and the monocoque yeah. chassis, and it was so, uh, that got more people looking at it. I mean, the cars are gorgeous, like you said. I mean, they're aesthetically very pleasing, but what, they, what they do mm-hmm. aerodynamics-wise and, and the way they grip is, there's, you, I mean... We were laughing about it. Uh, Adam and I were talking about it before, and I don't know if you were part of it. We were talking about how the fact that you never see McLarens up against Porsches. You never do because you can't. You, I mean, be, we, like, well, sorry, people bees. People know. People, I mean, and this we're sitting in a very Porsche-dominated <laughs> area yeah, right really now. Are. But, <laughs> and I'm a big but Porsche you fan, too. you haven't but. really seen those comparisons because, I mean, it's I, – I, I think I'd take a McLaren over it. Oh, I would, for yeah. sure. But I'm saying, I mean, I, I think I know who'd win. Like, I think that's a bottom question. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at the performance specs though on a 720 compared to just about anything. It's a sub 10 second quarter mile, just by like pointing it's it P1 forward. P1 standards. Porsche goes on third. Point <laughs> three brands. Yeah, so you're. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Our GT2 just RS owners are going to be like, how dare they? 
Just, my bad, just so my we're bad. clear for still fact like checking, still like she this. is sitting here <laughs> repeating these facts off out of her mind. She knows it. She's passionate about it. There's no cheat sheets. We've, been, we've been laughing about it. So this yeah. is, yeah. <laughs> the passion is there. Mm. Yeah, I just, uh, it's got to be a trip, though, to be in a rear wheel drive car. Uh, and point and it I'll drive. Thank you. In yeah. a hundred pace, yes. Yeah, and just point it in the right direction you want to go and punch the gas, and you've got a nine-second quarter mile. I mean, anybody anybody can track it any day. You can track a 570 and a 720. You're still – some people actually prefer tracking 570s. I've heard that, actually. Yeah. Yeah. That is a legitimate it's – It's a smaller statement. chassis Yeah. all around, so it's a, I can, I can the see the appeal. suspension is a little, like, tweaked a little bit, especially with 600 LT. I mean, suspension is totally fine-tuned. It's Ridiculous. Now, it's the 600 LT. It's still hydraulic suspension, right? Yeah. Just standard str- mm-hmm. struts. Yep. And struts, springs, double wishbones. And in like. the 720, you've got that whatever black magic they're doing. I mean, it's the same. It's black magic. Yeah. Well, it's got that. But it's seen it's the every, every suspension is tuned per model. Per well, yeah. I get, I get that. But yeah. they have like a, some weird fluid dynamic suspension thing going on with the 720. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, there's like those carbon fiber... Uh, they're like these ball things that so they hold hydraulic fluid and they're in the corners. I was watching it tore okay, down. I, I was like, yeah, it's impossible. <laughs> There's no, we're not going to get it on this podcast. <laughs> we don't need to get on like that. Yeah. We would need an engineer. Yeah. But it's, it's, it's amazing. No, I completely agree with you. But the great thing about 600 LT is they took a lot of the engineering from the 720S and put it in the 600 LT. Yeah. And you're looking at, what are we talking about? Lighter, longer, higher performance. Yeah, a lot more downforce. And it is the favorite currently on all track performers. Yep, I was Chris Harris just did a review just this I last did week. See that it was super cool to watch, and he was Gear. just flogging yes. the crap out of it. Dude, he was rounding those. <laughs> he was like understeer, oversteer, got it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> it was super fun to watch. If anybody yes. hasn't seen it, it is just beautiful. Yeah. He did mention something that uh, he's right on. I've noticed with the 570, well, compared to the 675. Um, and that's really my main experience driving. Love six seventy five LTs. Yeah. yeah, is that the the five seventy is quite a bit. No, I shouldn't say quite a bit. This is going to have a cross wrong. The lag is more noticeable, and that's it's virtually non-existent. So let's be really clear about that. But it's it's dramatically different to drive. And the turbos do change, yeah. Yeah, and I didn't expect it's it's so quick, but it's the, the mm-hmm. six seventy five is so just like instant snap power. Well, that's a beast. That's six hundred and sixty six yeah. horsepower. You're talking about the beast. Yeah, like six, 16, six, six. 16 more than my vet. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Young lady, you need so to go to church. <laughs> Burn and flames, Selling man. the beast. I mean, if I have that car, I definitely would because, good Lord, literally correlates to the beast. <laughs> it is a beast. Yeah. I was just, I, I was just su- surprised at two cars from the same manufacturer that drive so dramatically different. Even though I don't expect them to compete or be the same. They don't want to be. Yeah, they're not. But it's just uh, its amazing what a difference you get across the lines. And I'm excited to drive the 600 at length so mm-hmm. I can compare it to the 570. Oh, yeah. Just to have that that knowledge of driving them back-to-back. Yeah, the 600 LT driver. I mean, it is a sister yeah. to the 570. Yeah. When I remember Dominic being all smiles when he came back. Uh, oh, yeah, he so was M- <laughs> we, When our last episode, we talked to Dominic Dobson, former uh, – Race car driver Dominic Dobson, and he last time Emily was here, she brought a 600 LT, and they went for a drive, and he came back smiling, saying how amazing that car was. Takes a lot to make him smile. Yeah, exactly. Like, he's lie, driven it all. I haven't actually been on a ride with a driver who drives as, as just fluid as Dominic Dobson. <laughs> yeah, it's he was it. He's got a little bit of experience. A little bit of experience, <laughs> I would say. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I couldn't even feel the road at that point. Yeah, I'd I was s- just like, wow. It's such a rush driving people like that, especially in a car like that. Yeah. 
I'm like, I got to step up my game, bros. As much as, I mean, the, the technology goes, aesthetic, and, and I want to talk about this, the aesthetic pleasing, like how beautiful these cars are. And I will say this, when the 570 came out. All of them. I mean, they're gorgeous. I was not the, the hugest fan of the 570. Like I said, the rear end. Yeah. Like, no, that's, that's what I was getting at. Yeah. Is for me, I was in the, the same rear end boat. Was but what they have done aesthetically with the new 600 LT, I mean, it's just. It has a wider, lower rear diffuser. Yeah. Rear diffuser, sorry. With the same kind of 720 feel, but not. 720. And the, and the, and the top mounted exhaust. The top mount, the top exit exhaust is. Top exit exhaust. Pretty much the best thing that they ever did. I have the to flame admit. Flames shooting out the back. The center seats, the roof scoop. Flamethrowers. Flamethrowers yes. coming out the, the back. The $33,000 roof scoop or whatever it is. Do you want to well, do that later? But to be fair, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, it was. Um, uh, what was it? We thought it was 40. So, I mean, that's, yeah, we're, what get, a we're getting a deal on that, on that roof scoop. Pump that field, I love dude. that roof scoop. That roof scoop is about, about $30,000. I mean, it just, like, Dan and I got a chance to see the one that was in Monterey. Yeah. Up here, actually. <gasps> when you guys had it up here. It was oh. up here. And with the center seats, which are you think are going to be the most uncomfortable things in the world, and you just sink into them, even being a big guy. You really do, especially oh, in McLaren. God, yeah. they're so comfortable. But I mean, it's such and it's such a, a driver-focused car. I mean, and even with the the, the 720s and all that. But the, the 600, you it, you just feel the race pedigree, and you feel the, the you know. You know what's And funny? you feel pretty. Yeah, you feel pretty. <laughs> you it's feel not pretty. just aesthetically pleasing. Whenever you are on that wheel, I think I, I hear a lot that they're worried about the paddle shifters that they're attached to the wheel because they're used to Lamborghinis. Yeah. But I sit there and I'm like, wait a second, this is a track-focused vehicle. This is meant to have the most fluid steering when you're on the track. So why would you want to have to search for paddles when you move the steering across? You can easily just that's, reach the that's fingers. That's a bee's nest. There are so many people yeah. out there that, yeah, you're that they should get have station so passion. So I might get some oh, hanger yeah. on that one. Well, yeah. no, I mean, it, it's it's 50 of one, half dozen of the other one. Yeah, but, you know, it's just. But yeah. McLaren wants it to be as easy as possible to track your vehicle. Well, McLaren solved it by making them extra long. That was the, the downfall the, the of other cars one. is you the had the, one. like the, G, the GTR came with really shallow ones that weren't very mm. long. So it was a pain because that wheel moved a lot and you had to actually move your hand again to grab the paddle if you were going to downshift and you were still mid-lock. And that's a problem to me. Yeah, and so McLaren made them long enough and stiff enough to where they don't have any play and you can still exactly. be. And you have a shorter, uh, on the McLaren, the the lock to lock is much shorter. Yeah. So you don't need to you don't ha need to have as much steering no. effort yeah. to make the driver entirely focus on what they're meant to do, which is track the vehicle. That's um, yeah, that seems to be the trend because the 675 is probably the closest I've ever been to a car that was. I think that's the very like that ragged edge of track car on the street because you can go too far opposite and the car is not. Seventy five is a total beast. Yeah, like, I still have it for sale, Dan. I know you still do. Have it for I sale. know you do. Trust me. There's. <laughs> I had a kidney look, going, looked but it, into they backed it. out. The kidneys aren't that expensive yeah. as you think. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah, I've tried it. Would make Full a great down fiber, payment. Dan. I know. Full carbon fiber. I know. I know. <laughs> Tease. But uh, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll, just, we'll just steal Kevin's. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that jerk got a 911 Turbo S, too. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Nobody <laughs> cares about that. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> oh, shush, I'm getting one next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not if she has anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah, if she wants to sell me a really nice 675 for 125, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. 125 all right. will be in the I price. see where you are. Yeah. I see gonna, where you are. Yeah, there's, yeah. There's, you're going to be, you're going to, there's going to be a few things over that, but yeah. It's, <laughs> all it's right. Say, I don't even think that'll get me, like, the carbon back. <laughs> no. <laughs> I won't. I won't. But uh, yeah, God, there's just something about those cars. It's just, I mean, we, you and I have been enchanted by McLaren 
Yeah, it's just so easy, though. One, like, I mean, I, every time I drive a Ferrari or a Lamborghini, I'm always impressed. It's not that they're bad cars or anything like that. It's just a preference thing. There's nothing like it. No, it's just it's a very different beast. And then like, you get into cheaper track-focused cars like the Viper ACR or... Mm-hmm. Uh, but you cannot drive on the street. Yeah, they're terrible. I mean, they're the legal, but they, they're your actually teeth will rattle terrible out. cars yeah. to drive on the street. Even like the... I can't even... Even my Z06 was a Grand Tour compared to the, the Viper. Z06 yeah. is beautiful, though. Yeah, it was fun. That new Camaro LT. The one LE? The one LE. Sacrilege. <laughs> <laughs> we got a friend that picked one up, and it is, it's wicked. Yeah. So. They are mean. They're so big, but man, yeah, do they yeah, move. It's huge. it's crazy how big of a car that is and how fast it is. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I, we Remember when you used to be able to get a Camaro for like 20 grand? <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Petri- Let me get a Chevy El Camino. Farms remembers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you can get a four-cylinder one now. Oh, sixes in the Camaros, fours in the Mustangs. That's yep. what it is now. Yeah. yeah. So if you were going to – what are you looking forward to most from McLaren? I look forward to our future as a community because that's what McLaren's lacking in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're the first dealer here. And, yeah. and you've only been open, what, a year? If that. If that. Exactly. So yeah. my, my job is to create a brethren, a community, a family – a lifestyle for McLaren. I want us to live, breathe, die McLaren in the Pacific Northwest. Just because we're a rainy city doesn't mean we can't drive these cars daily. Well, that's proven a hundred times with every car we've got here. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Let's have events. Let's do track days. Let's... I mean, let's do it all. Your launch party for the 600 LT here. Pretty dope. Yeah, that was pretty dope, to the least. Um, I was going to say, it's actually the perfect car for the Pacific Northwest, though. With the tech guys, it really meets meets that middle niche that um, Ferrari and Lamborghini really don't. Thank uh, you. Like I said, they're really like, – don't don't take it the wrong way. I love Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Porsches, and I am going to be a Porsche guy next. It fits in my budget and all that. <laughs> don't give me that. No, it's okay. I like Porsche too. <laughs> but uh, McLaren does have a really unique vehicle compared to the other two. They yeah, really don't – do. like you don't look at one and like – You don't compare it to the others. No, you don't really shop. Like you, I said, you Goliath want a Ferrari. Goliath. <laughs> it's like your little bias for some reason. No, but I mean like uh, – if you're shopping for a McLaren, I don't necessarily think you're the same buyer as a Lamborghini guy. Mm-hmm. I've seen Lamborghini owners buy McLarens and love them. I, Lamborghini I is luxury. I mean, it is interior-wise. Yeah, it's like a luxury brand. luxury package. Didn't McLaren track car. Yeah. Get used to it. It's still a daily, but it is meant to be as light as possible mm-hmm. to track. It feels like it, too. So you're not getting all the extraneous options that a Lamborghini would have because we want to make this as light as possible. Well, you, it's funny because you, you, you basically have the same options just in a lighter, more compact version of them. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you, know, you, you don't have as much foam yeah. around the pillars. You're not looking at, like at the 600 LT, you're looking at a carbon fiber floor. Yeah. You know, you're going to hear a lot more. You're going to love a lot more. You're going to have a more of a engine soundtrack than I would say. I don't think there was any better sound than hearing the stones bounce off a of P1 in race mode. <laughs> yeah, you did that. God, you make me jealous like every five seconds. <laughs> we or are McLaren. There, uh, there are time- Amer- McLaren's next stop model over here. Yeah, yeah. Well, believe me, <laughs> I, I, I'm a key for McLaren if they can find a seat that'll fit my fat ass. Shut <laughs> <laughs> <That's laughs> your mouth. I was actually surprised when we, dro- when, we dro- when we drove Kevin's car, uh, the six, the, his six M five LT. Like yeah. when I first sat in there, I was like, this is not going to work. Like, I mean, I was. And he has the sports seats, not he the touring seats. Oh, does he? And yeah, it was, it's oh. actually a very comfortable car to drive, it, I, not it, to get out of. It formed It, it, it <laughs> formed to me after a while, you know, after several bicycles screaming and, you know, people. Yeah. 
You 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 make a connection with the car by the you know your DNA swap. Yeah, you really do. So, <laughs> but you DNA know, I, no, no, honestly, you do but make you're a connection so with the car. In tune with that. You're car. into, yeah. especially even where the steering wheel is placed. It's meant to be so that your body is uplifted with the driving. Yeah. You are a race car driver when you drive this car. You are on the track. You are living, breathing, dying McLaren at that moment. You're not even given a second to forgive thought. <laughs> Yeah, next uh, next exotics at Redmond Town Center, which is coming up here in April, which will be pretty quick after this. It doesn't feel like it's not that far away anymore. Nope, we're about month I mean, month and out, a half month and a half out. Yeah. And and it's, half? it snowed. It's supposed to snow more, but we're a month and a half Whatever. out from exotics. <laughs> that being said, we never usually start on time, but yeah. you know we're gonna <laughs> we try for yeah. April. But uh, everybody listening, if you're in the if you're in the area, I and mean, most of most of actually take that back. About half of our listeners hey, now are local. Hey, we're global now, Dan. It's kind of weird. Global. Yeah. So, but if you're in the area chicken yeah. and you, you can make it out we're for exotics. We're actually global thanks to Adam. I think his mom listened to the first one. It's and true. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter Gleason's parents. No. Yeah. <laughs> so. But yeah, if you're coming out to exotics, you'll see uh, McLaren show up in force this year. There's a lot of them coming out. Yeah. It's, I mean, and like I said, a lot of the cars they're selling are staying here locally, which I love. Yeah. It's, you know, there are a lot of the owners are, are, like you said, they're, they're driving them daily and then they're taking them out on the track and beating them out. And then the next day they're taking them, t- taking them to work. So. It's and we can service them, service them for sure. McLaren wise. Oh, you know a little bit about the service department. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what? Let's take a quick break and we come back. I do want to actually talk about that. What is the service like on a supercar like a McLaren? We'll be right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back with Emily, the brand manager from McLaren, and her voice has gotten significantly deeper over the break. Hello. 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 <laughs> it, it almost like sounds like she sounds like Adam from Avance. Oh, yes. Our brand new sponsor. My middle name is Emily, yes. as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's still sick and dying over here. So. I, I, I'll edit out the coughing for the audience, but I, I feel bad I really for you. apologize to the audience. Like I said, I've been actively trying to get better, but <laughs> it's Adam, going like a month. Um, yeah, as uh, the, the viewers have, or the viewers, the listeners <laughs> know, uh, Adam uh, Vance is now a sponsor of ours, and we're gonna, we're going to do a little two to three minute section uh, segments on our podcast talking about upcoming uh, Avance events. Avance events. That's right. There we go. <laughs> Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> so what what's coming up? Uh, we've got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Uh, on March 9th, we have a uh, an event down at the, uh, I think it's called Scale Racing Center in Tacoma. So it's right across the street from Griot's Garage down there. Okay. Uh, it's like slot car racing. So basically, oh, fun. Fun. they have all these little cars and you basically can race each other. They also have like drag racing too, which is pretty cool. Um, so... We're going to have, I think, six teams of five people each. So there's going to be 30, basically, slots for, for folks to, to race some cars. So a bunch of folks have done it before, and we just thought, hey, that'd be, that'd be pretty fun. So uh, we're going to do that on the 9th. And then on the 16th, uh, we're going back to Soto Moto, which is a dealership uh, in Soto. And they specialize in 
all kinds of sort of crazy, wacky import cars. So Auto Zams and cool stuff like Auto that. Auto K cars. K cars. Uh, they've got a couple Lotus uh, Super 7s as well. So it's just a ride and drive. So it's an opportunity to, to drive these cars because a lot of people um, have never driven in a right-hand drive car or obviously have never, you know, been in an AZ1 Auto Zam. So, uh, so yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. Right-hand car drive cars are awesome if the seats are big enough. <laughs> Just oh, that's right. You uh, drove yeah. um, uh, Seth the from Seth. ABC. Oh, yeah. Right, right. My chiropractor has about got me back into shape. <laughs> now, is it the seats were small? The seats were too, were not uh, wide enough. Yeah. I mean, they were they were not built for the uh, large uh, hip displacement that I have. Let's see, so well now you know <laughs> the right? hip displacement yeah. of a blue whale. But yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it is a funny thing though because if you think about that, JDM cars that were never meant to be imported do not fit American butts. Yeah, that's true. You can buy aftermarket seats. Oh, although, yeah. Although I, Seth those has are, not done that. Yeah. <laughs> Seth is small. Seth yeah. is small bastard. Recaro, they make, they make large oh, seats. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they, they, they fit, yeah. They fit yeah. on my butt. But yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. Excellent. Well, more to look forward to. And yes. as usual, somebody something for all car type people. That's right. Exactly. We Broad spectrum of, of enthusiasts, that's for sure. So. And uh, as usual, if you want to join Avance or know more about Avance, it's uh, at avance.com. Yep. Correct. Just uh, A-V-A-N-T-S. In- Instagram, Facebook. Do you have a Twitter account? Are you Twitter? Yes. Are you, are we, you Twittering? Yes. Yes, okay. we do Twitter. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do Facebook is, is the primary. That's we have a private Facebook group, so find Pl- us there. And plus the Avance Off-Road group uh, as That's well That's right. Now. Yeah. Yep. Brian and Ben Powell that is, is helping you that. So, yeah. Excellent. Um, uh, you can check out our website for uh, Avance's link through that as well. Yep, we have their, our fresh logo up on our main page, thanks to our webmaster, Jared, over there. Thank you for doing that so quickly. It looks great. Thank you, Jared. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thanks for coming on, and uh, we'll get back to our interview with uh, Emily here. And we're back with actual Emily from McLaren. Well, hello, Cletus. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just got, like, a photo flashback to, like, Dukes of Hazard. There you go. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Yeah, so where were we before we left off with that? Talk I don't know. I'm, I'm high on cough medicine. I'm yeah, that's what it was. We were talking yeah. on the break is what is it like to actually I've, – I've never actually looked into it. What is the service intervals on that car? The intervals are once per year or mileage. So what is the mileage? Is it just regular, regular car, three, 5,000 miles oil changes? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, well, that's nothing. Hmm. <laughs> Nick Shake said him like you, you mean you yeah, can, but you really, can wait, limit wait. it. You can limit wait. it. Let's talk about the hourly No, it's not yes. that bad, man. Honestly, well. I worked with Lamborghini, Bentley, Rolls Royce. This is the cheapest service you're gonna get. I'll it's tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. I guarantee the engines don't have to come out of a McLaren like they do with Lamborghini all the time. <laughs> well, hey, that's hey, not to mention I have ones. yet to replace spark plugs. Yeah, I'm sure those are cheap too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's well and. When they upgrade, too, I remember when the MP4, the early MP4s, I should say, the first years, they had quite a few. Yeah, MP4 and then. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. In, like in their launch car, launch company. But they just kept upgrading stuff. It was yeah, like, they oh, do it throughout the yeah, it's like you, you break production your, dates. Yeah, you, bla- you break your MP4 enough, you just get a 650 when you're done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Shh. First of all, how dare oh, you? Oh, that's right. About Second the of all, I how forgot dare about you? That. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how no, dare you expose the thing that's already public knowledge, Dan? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> You had a bad transmission? No, no you get a fear. 650 one. You just get 650 parts. Mm-hmm. Is that your shin? I'm about to kick it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Dan jumping up and down? <laughs> People out there with MP4s no, honestly, are sitting in their driveways going, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, there has been tumultuous com- conversation when it comes to service with McLaren, and I think it's BS. I think it's 
bogus. You're you're driving a track car. You're driving the best vehicle that's on the road, the most communicative vehicle on the road, the best horse, the best everything. If you want to complain about a squeak and a rattle, whatnot, I get it. But at the same time, you have to understand that McLaren sacrifices things for weight. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can't hyper focus on <laughs> certain things you would get in a luxurious vehicle that isn't meant for a track. Oh my God, I can't hear anything in my Mercedes. Okay, well. Yeah, exactly. It's not meant it's for a, a track. You bought a Mercedes. <laughs> you didn't buy a. I'm hearing a gravel noise when I drive. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're driving <laughs> but only a when I'm truck on a dirt road. focused vehicle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I remember driving that ACR and thinking, like, <laughs> I was like, is this thing falling apart? I was like, no, it's just an ACR. That's that's normal for everything to there squeak, is, rattle. There's no foam. And that's <laughs> yeah. what people don't understand about McLaren is that there's no foam. And you've got that full carbon yeah. tub, so everything just communicates. Exactly, yeah. full carbon tub. And 600 LT in particular actually retracts more from the 570S sister. So even in the 600 yeah. LT, you're going to hear that power saying You're going to hear, you know, each and every knock, bruise, whatever, because it's meant to be honest. And you're driving well, a race road. car. When you look at the floor and it's like yeah. floor mat buttoned down to just pure carbon. Yes. <laughs> no, it is pure yeah. carbon. I know I'm a very, like, visual speaker, so I'm making a lot of physical moves. <laughs> I wish that Those of you listening, you can't see this, but she, I mean, she, waving this. her hands. I'm waving my hands. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. Oh, very southern yeah, in exactly. that one. Uh, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> she's just spinning in the chair over yeah. here. <laughs> I'll this, definitely be editing this, that out. This part of the uh, podcast is brought to you by... No. <laughs> Rainier and whiskey. Rainier and whiskey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in the immortal words of Elsa or Anna, let it go. See, this is why you need to be in our studio audience at Driver's Club, because that was hilarious. <laughs> and people are going to be like, what did she say? What did she say? We're going to get those messages on our next uh, Instagram. I was like, what did she say? <laughs> anyway. Right so what do you got coming up in the next uh, year? You just finished the training in California. Yep, California. Um, about to go to Dallas. Soon. I've been in Dallas a few times, and then going to Dallas again. Just back from California. <sighs> You gonna join us in Monterey this year? We're definitely joining you in Monterey. Yeah, that's very important. Being in Monterey is very important for our dealership and McLaren, and there's no reason why we shouldn't be there. And I will be there. We know. We always we're we're there every year. We always go. Where are we gonna be there? I think uh, I think you should twist Adam's arm, and you guys should just drive down with us. We're all right during the rally. Oh, so we give you a car kind of deal? No, you just no. We drive with us. No, you just drive it. Just drive us. Yeah, yeah. We have we have a Seamart rally. We have our own rally that goes down. Yeah. Yeah, we leave here Schmitt. and drive down there. Yeah, I know. I'll tell you. You old truckster, do you really? Yeah, we've had a few of your customers come along with us. Yeah. All right, well, that's it then. Yeah, yeah so you that's just, the way to do it. You need All to get a demo right. car. Great press photos. Let you put you some drive it on. down. You come with us. It's a, it's a four-day trip down. Yeah. Well, done and done. We'll See? be there. there well, we're going to be there no matter what, but yeah, you're done and done with yeah, you guys. You go. For yeah. sure. We, we go the fun way, though. You get the fun way? Back roads. Yeah. Exactly. Rolling down a back roads. We're the same kind of drivers. Should know how I drive. Go yep. cards. No kidding. Yeah. No, <laughs> not that kind of rally. We stay on. We luckily we stay in our lane. And we just have a good a good fi- time finding some back roads. We get some great photos. Good. Kill a lot of bugs. That's the way to do it. Yeah, exactly. Dan's car looked like it came from like you know a, a bug apocalypse last it year. It did. Bug-apocalypse. I was like leading. White car, red. Yeah, <laughs> I was, red I was, everywhere. I was leading on the way down. We That's went through. That's photo worthy, bro. Oh, it was. I used to see the photos. It looks like it. Like I looked, took, dipped a paint roller in bug guts and did the front of my car. Sounds it, like a good time. Oh, man. I, I sold it. When I sold it, I remember going through. I gave it a nice, really good detail when I sold mm. the car. And I was like, had this little, uh, it's this thing you reach in and, ex- and like, um, 
like plumbers use with the, with the claw at the end. Keep going with and what you're saying. A plunger? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got the claw at the end, and I was reaching through the grill to pull grasshoppers oh, out of, oh, out of the, yeah. the after cooler yeah. and the I'm not radiator. Sure, what you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. Absolutely. Well, I mean, we really appreciate you coming in, taking time. We know you're busy, and and we're glad to see. A new fresh face at McLaren. I mean, I'm sick of looking at Adam. I mean, I Shaheen and Adam are pretty, but I mean. <laughs> 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 I think we we are definitely brethren over there, and we love having you as a relationship. And just yeah. in general, just having fun. We're a community, right? Yeah, exactly. We're a community. We're family. Needless to say, I mean, if you're interested in McLaren, you definitely need to stop in and, and talk to Emily at McLaren. <laughs> Call first. Call first. Yeah. Right. Call first, I should Southern say. Persuasion, guys. Yeah. Southern yeah. Persuasion. <laughs> By the time we get to our next episode, Nick might not be sick, but I will not Hopefully. be. Yeah. I will not be here. I will be out for the next two episodes as I travel for work and for fun. Going to spend some time with the Irish. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, oh, don't, yeah. Don't, don't fall into the Guinness fat. I might. You know, what what did they say? That somebody drowned there? He climbed out like four times to go to the bathroom, but he still drowned. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Absolutely. Well, Well, thanks again for joining us. We appreciate it. For Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. And don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.